0: Pulling my leg. The Joker.
1: Greetings! You've entered into the Paracosmos, where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I need coffee to fully appreciate King Shark's innocence.
0: And I'm Leah, nothing but the dust and Ratcatcher's hair.
1: Oh no! Oh no!
0: I'm <laughs> just the dust and the wind. and <laughs>
1: Ratcatcher's hair! oh my gosh
0: (laughs) all right so today we're gonna talk about the suicide squad not the old one the new one that just came out because it's far better you say
1: we're gonna talk about the suicide squad the suicide squad hold on i gotta go i gotta go to corporate for this one one
0: minute okay okay
1: hey mike yeah yeah are there gonna be spoilers? Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike from our back office said there's gonna be spoilers, <laughs> um, and he wanted me to warn you all in case you haven't gotten the memo yet. It was a big email that got sent out, but you know how it is. You're at you're at the office. You ignore those. So I'm just here. I'm just here to be a friend, be a pal, and let you know spoilers.
0: Full spoilers ahead for what I can remember of the movie. (laughs) Uh, So, did you watch this opening weekend too? Is that what we did? I did. I watched
1: it the day the day it came out on HBO Max. I did too. HBO Max life.
0: Yeah, we did not go to the cinema and pay ten dollars for this movie.
1: Nah, not when you can do it for free.
0: Yep. It's not even my HBO account, so they didn't even get my subscription money. Ooh, dang.
1: I'm gonna have to let corporate know that.
0: Don't tell corporate.
1: Okay, uh, I was about to get on the phone with them, so you caught me right before I dialed activate
0: the chip in the head, and we all know how that went down.
1: Yeah, that won't go down very (laughs) well, will it?
0: No, I... Well, actually, I kind of liked that they did it in this movie, so... This time, we're going to talk about a very basic review of what we liked and didn't like, our favorite character, the character we thought sucked the most, and where we want DC to go next with the Suicide Squad. Where do we want to
1: start? Where do we want to start first?
0: Hmm. Let's start with how did you feel about the sequel that's not a sequel? Hmm. Did we like that, you know, they picked up, And recycled some characters from the original Suicide Squad? Or should they just have done like a full-on reboot about this?
1: So let's compare a little bit. Because this is what I... This is basically what I know about the comics. Because I haven't fully read any. I just read about them. Is Suicide Squad is very easy to manipulate. It's very easy to just take different villains from DC and kind of throw them together. And then they have to go on a mission for Waller... Um literally like honestly <laughs> a villain herself in my opinion <laughs> so i th- I think they compared to the comics pretty well so if we were to get like more it wouldn't be bad did i even answer your question i think i went on a tangent
0: <laughs> i think that it counts though like like yes and no
1: wait hold on i remember okay i'm sorry everybody i really haven't had coffee this morning and it's bad it's like i'm It's so early that we're recording this. you got to give us just a little bit of grace on this one. In the comics, they introduce a lot of different characters, and I think that that works out well. And even in the same in the animated universe, uh, because there's a lot of Suicide Squad animated universe movies, which I really love. Um, I honestly think, I will say this, I think that the animated Suicide Squad movies are the best. I I still think that they outdo the live ones, um, even the second one that we're going to talk about. But I enjoyed the second one, so...
0: Yeah, I think some of this stuff is just really hard to translate over into live action. Um, And I think that's where DC suffers a lot, is that they have these fantastical world-building characters. And sometimes there's just not a practical way to put that into a live-action adaption of the project. So... I do fully believe that that's why the first suicide squad movie failed miserably because they tried to take creative liberties with a lot of the characters to make them more interesting and easier to portray in a live adaption versus how they do it in the animated movies where they just kind of go nuts with it. Um, And, and obviously a lot of people did not like that first suicide squad movie. Uh, We are actually going to do a full separate episode over that, because the new suicide squad, yeah, we're not trying to yeah, talk about the suicide squad was actually a pretty decent film, yeah, it it was pretty good, I was really surprised yeah. with it, um Surprisingly. I was always going to watch it just because you know, like you said, the comic books, um I've seen bits and pieces, and I've read bits and pieces, and I've seen the animated stuff, and I liked the concept of it. I thought it was. Not super original, but it was fun enough that I didn't care that they were taking like this group of villains and uh, turning them into anti heroes, you know? Yeah,
1: it's just, it's fun.
0: Yeah, that's really
1: yeah. what it comes down to. It's fun.
0: It's probably one of the most fun things that DC does, you know? And they do have fantastic villains and they're all interesting and fun and uh, strange, you know? And like I've always said, a- the Batman world has the best villains. And we get to see a lot of the Batman world villains in the Suicide Squad movies. So, I don't know. I liked it. Um, I wasn't super upset that they were doing, like, a soft reboot on it. Because they did keep core characters the same in both movies. But they did never address if this was, like, Suicide Squad 2. Or just, we're going to forget that the first one ever happened. Well, I
1: feel like what it is is that, you know even in the animated universe and everything, it's kind of like Waller calls upon who she thinks is going to fit on the team for the specific mission. So she never calls on exactly the same team. Um, And some people get out with the deal. Sometimes it's, you know, finish this mission and you are out of jail. So some people make it out. Um, So she can't really call on them again. I mean, I'm sure she could. She's Waller, so she could just be an asshole.
0: Yeah, she's going to come yeah. up with something. like I. It's very rare that people actually make it out yeah, of the Suicide rare. Squad. Uh, but it seems like it's more likely to happen in the DC Extended Universe than anything else. Yeah, Based on the ending of the film. So
1: I was honestly hooked on this movie as soon as I saw Michael Roker. I loved him. Yeah. When he came in as Savant, I don't even care that he like, like he died and he got his head blown up. But like, I just loved seeing him. I was like, oh my God, it's Michael Roker. I was like freaking out.
0: (laughs) I was like, I love him. So I think he goes wherever James Gunn goes, honestly. Um which I appreciate, you know?
1: I, I think that's pretty... I think there's a, a common thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, some just always want to bring in that actor for certain roles.
0: Yeah, and Michael Worker has, like... He's fantastic in everything that he's in. He's got perfect range to where he kind of understands whatever he's been assigned. So, it's, it's nice to see him in bigger movies. And it's good to know that even though he's done with for now, Marvel in his run with Guardians of the Galaxies and stuff, that he's still open to returning to comic book properties in that world. Because most actors, when they're done with that character, they kind of step outside of those worlds. You know, like they're like, oh, I want to be serious now. I'm going to go do James Bond. And uh, (laughs) I'm going to go do James Bond! (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to see him back. I was... I don't think I knew he was going to be in this movie. I because no i think either. i don't think i yeah i don't i don't believe that i was aware of it um i was aware that pete davidson was gonna be in it and let me tell you i thought he was gonna actually be in this movie and he was oh not. my god literally none of this soon
1: <laughs> none of the promo character as soon as he fucking got up and was like i brought him guys i brought him i was like oh you're dead like either waller you or they're gonna kill you because that's just what happens when you sell people out. The other side just kills you. Like they don't actually accept you. And then look what happened. That's what heroes do. Yeah, he—he was, definitely, <laughs> he, he was just trying to be a hero, guys. He was trying to get rid of the villain.
0: Oh, he was being a shit. Is what he was being. He sold out his team to the Cordo Maltese army and then got killed for it. I—I I was a little surprised that. They opened the movie that way. Uh, Because I will say that the opening of this movie follows Savant all the way through. Like, right from the jump, you see a noticeable difference between this movie and the Suicide Squad movie of, like, I think 2016 is when that came out. Um, Where it follows one character until it absolutely can't anymore. So, I love that we got an opening like that where we saw... Savant in prison, you got to follow him through the suicide squad. You know that he's worked with them before because of the friendliness between him and uh Rick Flag and then the way that Amanda Wallow knows him and stuff. And you get him on this plane, and then you see Harley Quinn come in and you're like, okay, so we got one returning character so far. we well, I guess three. Yeah, three of them that are back. I say
1: boomerang was and,
0: there too. Uh, Yeah, Boomerang was there, Harley was there, Rick Flag, um Amanda Wallow. So so I was like, hey. We've got the team together again. Look at us go! Look at us! Just look at us now. And then they killed everybody, and I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Oh, never mind. Actually. Maybe not. And then they <laughs> they cut to the other the other uh task force or Force X, whatever they're called. Yeah, Task, task Force, force X. X. And uh, it's just like, wait, wait a second. Hold on, I need to catch a breath. Hold on. Wait, what?
0: So I thought that opening it uh, like that that sequence when everybody dies on the beach I thought that was going to be like you know how some movies do the cheesy and then they went back in time and that's what uh, for some reason TDK saw happening and now they're going to do it differently or something and that's what I thought was going to happen and then when they just blew Savant's head off I was like oh maybe (laughs) not this is permanent (laughs) this is real but it did show us that this is the Suicide Squad you know they have chips in their head and Amanda Waller will use them. Yeah,
1: Amanda has Waller to. was very touchy with those buttons this time.
0: Yeah, we didn't see that side. Like you saw a little bit of that side of her in the original, I guess you could call it. But not really, because they didn't want that team to die. You know, they brought those characters in and we're like, we're so zany and cool. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> we're so crazy. And it really wasn't that crazy. But this time around, you know, people died. The stakes were there you suddenly were like, oh, okay, anybody could die in this movie.
1: Yeah, she was ready to blow people's heads off. Yeah,
0: so I I enjoyed that part of it, you know? Um, Just that it felt like there were actual things at stake. Like, yeah, you may be attached to this character, and they may not make it to the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, and you really don't know until you watch. I We all know know how
0: I feel about that.
1: You know Harley Quinn's gonna survive, I'll say that. She's got such intense main character plot armor that she's not gonna die
0: yeah they're not gonna kill off their their uh cash cow
1: yeah that's yeah that absolutely absolutely
0: i did see something that like on twitter i think where somebody was comparing harley quinn to marvel's deadpool like that's what they're trying to turn her into where she kind of breaks the fourth wall she references things that the other characters wouldn't know about or couldn't know about yet and we do get a nice little scene in this movie where it shows her being completely unhinged and ruthless and flowers exploding everywhere and the way she looks at the world changes versus how the other characters are seeing the world right so it was like they were trying to market it that way where she was going to become that character for dc you know where they're going to try and put her in literally everything. Because they can. Yeah, I mean Which I loved. I loved her. I loved um Margot Robbie or Robbie, Is it Robbie or Robie?
1: Thought it was Robbie, but I could be wrong.
0: I mean, whatever. I love her as Harley Quinn. I think she gets it. You know, without being too over dramatic about it, like some some other people could be.
1: Yeah, so my thing like with her as Harley is I know it's good because sometimes I get annoyed by it. But like That's always been my relationship with Harley across comics and movies, you know, animated or not, is that sometimes I just get a little annoyed, but, like, I don't hate her. I actually really like Harley. I just get annoyed sometimes. So every time I get that, like, little, little pinch of annoyance, I'm like, okay, she's doing a good job.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, like, I've always loved Harley Quinn. Um, You know, that's no secret that, like, Batman was a huge thing for me as a kid. So obviously the Joker was and so was Harley and I liked her because she's got a traumatic backstory uh also she's hella smart uh, (laughs) she's incredibly smart and we know from this movie particularly that she is smart she can make choices and you know I don't think she's like a leader at all um definitely not but she's intelligent enough to figure out what she has to do even if it seems kind of kooky like She still killed the bad guy, even though she did it for whatever reason of it reminded her of her relationship to the Joker. So had that guy not been so slimy, she may have not killed him.
1: Yeah, I think I think it was like she said, like, you know, killing kids is a red flag. And so she put him down. And I'm just like, that moment was so good because I was just like, oh, my God, Harley, I'm so proud of you. Like... You're not waiting to get into some, like, abusive thing. Like, you see the red flag, and you just shoot it down. Quite literally. And I loved it. I was all for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was that was good. And I do... I did really, really appreciate the style of which this movie was done. Because it did feel like a comic book movie. You know, not just that we knew these were comic characters. But it literally looked like a comic book. Sometimes. Without being as corny as... The other Suicide Squad was, Um, and as corny as some of the other DC live adaptions are. This one literally, you got your title cards on scenes, you got your mission statements. Um, They went through and they introduced each of the characters in a cohesive way that wasn't like. Do you remember in the first one how they did, they kept doing like cutscenes and they do like a whole 10 minutes explaining this character's backstory and then they'd slides you right back into the movie? Like pushing the screen out of the way and it was it didn't work well at three out of the moment. In this one they kinda let everything evolve organically so that you got to know, you know, uh Bloodsport's backstory with his daughter. You got to know about Ratcatcher's dad, which was the wonderfully insane uh Takai Watiki. Um I don't know if you caught that or not, that that crazy bastard was in this movie too. So I I liked how organic and natural yeah. the movie flowed, which I think is what is what made me invested in it longer into the movie. And then when you get to like the villain, the main villain of the movie, and I was like, oh yeah, this is a Yo, DC movie. When he
1: burns <laughs> the birds, I was like, oh, I was like, what the fuck? Well, those uh, birds yeah, have done was nothing like, to you. What? The birds have done nothing to you. You could have had your own set of birds. Like you're a you're an idiot. You Could have just opened just the cage. Open the gauge. Like what? like I oh my god as soon as he killed the birds I was just like I want this man to suffer I want him to suffer hard <laughs> like I need him to suffer like those little birds right like wrong.
0: he was super super irritating and uh, I I didn't like him at all I didn't like the, the general and the military and stuff like that and I think that DC did a really, really good job of telling you that you shouldn't like them and you should absolutely want them dead. And then they kill them all. So that felt pretty good uh, towards the end of the movie. Yeah,
1: that did feel really good.
0: And the scene with um, Harley being tortured for information too wasn't as brutal as it could have been, which was both nice and not nice. Uh, But she definitely let them do that to her. So I kind of like that she was still in control of that moment. While she figured oh, yeah, out absolutely. yeah, their plan and stuff.
1: Like I said, she's very intelligent. Like I think what's cool is she's very, very smart. And in this movie, we also got to see her become emotionally intelligent. So Harley's just killing her right now. Literally. She she yeah, was also. She's somebody.
0: evolving. Yeah, oh yeah. You know. And I think that they're going to get to the point of like another Birds of Prey movie or um. The The Gotham Sirens uh, has been on the table and rumored for a really long time. But they're definitely planning to expand her some more. I think eventually into turning her into not just an anti-hero, but a hero. Which would be curious to see how they do that, given that she worked with the Joker for so long. And was almost directly responsible for all of the badness that he did by letting him out.
1: Well, that's the thing is, Harley is never like really done anything on her own for world domination or like even in the animated series the harley quinn there's literally a harley quinn show uh we watched it and like she gets to the point where like she could be in charge of the world and she's like and uh ivy looks at her and she's like is this really what you want and she kind of realizes like no i don't So I don't think Harley wants to dominate and be the ultimate villain. So like if we did get to see her be a hero, that'd be sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I fully believe that she's just a environment of her surroundings, you know, Um, if if that phrase even made any sense at all, now that I've said it out loud, but she, she adapts to whatever's around her. So I've seen comic book storylines where she straight up just leaves the life. And goes and becomes normal and has a kid. And is so far detached from Gotham and Harley, Harley Quinn and the Joker and Batman and stuff. Until she gets pulled back into it. You know, um, when uh, Jason Todd dies in the Redhead storyline, she straight up just leaves everything. Because his death was so brutal and so done just to get back at the Batman that she just leaves. She dips out. She fakes her own death and bails. There's storylines where she's pregnant with the Joker's kid. Scared bails. Because she's like he'll kill this kid and he'll kill me. So she just leaves. and uh, I think it's interesting to see that and to see where they're going to go next with her character. Um, I do know that Margot Robbie wants to step away from Harley Quinn for a while and not live in that headspace. So it may be That's a little fair. bit before we actually see her come back.
1: I respect that because I know, uh, and this is from being, like, a horror movie fan, like, some of the acting you have to do to get into these characters' heads can be really intense. Especially if you want to do the role right, like, you've got to really get into it, so you've got to be in the mindset. And it's not always fun to be in, like, a psychotic person's mindset. Like, you, it can make you question yourself because you're thinking like them. So I totally respect that needing like a breather from that head, that headspace.
0: Yeah. And we saw that with people like, you know, Evan Peters in American Horror Story. Um, Some of the Marvel cast wanting to step outside of that character's history and stuff, you know, especially with like Chris Evans in Captain America. He wanted to kind of get out of that for a while. So I understand it. Um, I'll be happy to see her come back at some point i do hope that dc focuses on a different character outside of harley quinn because they have so many interesting characters to choose from that they don't just have to focus on the most popular iconic character
1: i would fully go see a Ratcatcher movie
0: that'd be hilarious i think they'll bring her back i
1: would absolutely 100 percent. i hope so because it was so like my favorite characters absolutely of this whole thing were King Shark and Ratcatcher. I think King <laughs> Shark. St- Fuck it. I think King Shark stole the show. Like, I think that his, like, goofy innocence paired with his, like, violence is just so good. Oh, yeah. And,
0: like, I knew and King so- Shark was going to be in this from the get go, you know? Um, I did not think that it was going to be this version of King Shark. I was expecting, like, you know, normal king shark the really evil
1: one <laughs> yeah the like really evil one that has like full intention of killing and is like a mass murderer yeah that's that's yeah. what i
0: thought we were getting and then we just got num num so <laughs> we
1: got big baby we got we got big baby and i love yeah. it i love big baby yeah, he was he
0: was one of our favorites too um it was he was good uh polka dot man i think Oh, was was oh, like my actual God, man favorite character just because he made no sense
1: oh my god
0: but he is so op (laughs) his power holy crap yeah like like it's weird and it's kooky but it's it's cool
1: yeah like you like they had to kill him because he could have taken down the big monster all by himself i know
0: and then like it was so sad where he finally gets to the point of like he can see past his mother finally. And now he feels like the hero she wanted him to be like why she tortured him and made him into this thing. And then he dies.
1: And then he dies. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he did that attack on the creature and it took out like a whole leg, I was like, they're going to kill him. Oh yeah, I was like, because he's way too powerful. Like there's going to be no sense of, danger or anything like that because he could just wipe out the creature by himself so when they killed him i was like yep there we go now it's now we're scary again right now now we're in a bad place again
0: uh was there a character that you that was killed that you didn't think would be killed
1: there was a character that i thought was killed that came back
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: <laughs> freaking freaking weasel i was oh, not, yeah. uh, i was I was totally cool that Weasel died. Yeah, I was, I was fi- like, like, what the f-? When he just drowned, I was like, that's fine with me, honestly. That's, that's yeah. okay. And,
0: like, from the trailers and stuff, like, they showed Weasel. They showed you this weird thing, just like they did with, like, Pete Davidson and, and Boomerang and stuff. So, I always figured Weasel would die really fast, you know, because what are you going to do with this thing? And then he comes back at the end and just takes off. <laughs>
1: just take, I joke that he's the new Chubacabra.
0: It is! He fully
1: is. Because yeah. he eats kids, like, so that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna become, like, the lore of Chupacabra, and people are gonna be like, Oh, don't go- kids shouldn't go out at night because the Chupacabra will get you, and it's, it's just Chupacabra. fucking
0: weasel. <laughs> <laughs> so a- is it fucking eyeballs all over the place.
1: Oh god, everything about oh god. him
0: was just, like, I was like, why nasty. are they doing this?
1: Like, I, literally, I was like, why is this character a thing? I don't understand. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, I I was fine with him drowning. And then he got up and I was like, well,
0: that's a loose end. We're not getting back. I just loved that, like, Savant tried to save him and, like, pulled him up. It was just all, we said. And and Rick Flag is all, did nobody check to see if he could swim? Like. <laughs> Didn't we just toss people out of the swimming? And that kind of, like, was a dead giveaway of what Waller's plan was. You know, like, this was a distraction team. She sent in the people that she did not like and that were too much of a pain in the ass for her to deal with, which was Harley Quinn. You know, she wants them gone. Boomerang. Yeah, and Boomerang. The these survivors from the original come back, and she's like, "Bye bye, I'm just going to kill you guys because you could actually get out of this program."
1: I did not expect them to kill Boomerang.
0: I wasn't expecting it. I was a little sad that they did it because um, I Same. I enjoyed his character. A bit in the first one,
1: yeah. Like, I thought it was. So funny. I was, I was a little bummed about that. Um, I was like, damn, I wish he had gotten to survive. But then, you know, they killed him right there, and I was like, oh well, you can't come
0: back from that, right? Like, it worked out. Uh, Team Two, Task Force X Two, I guess. Uh, was still fun, and it was made up of characters that I really didn't think DC would ever pull. I did appreciate um the comparison between Peacemaker and Bloodsport being the exact same character, as well as like Bloodsport basically being Deadshot.
1: Yeah, that yeah, Bloodsport was pretty
0: much just Deadshot. Yeah, like they they definitely held on to the formula for it a bit. Um I think I think Deadshot was supposed to be in this and Will Smith couldn't come back due to scheduling.
1: Damn Will Smith.
0: Right, which is fine, because I didn't particularly like his character in the first one.
1: But they definitely stuck to the whole, like, oh, you have a kid, and we're going to use it against you, and here we go. But I definitely Yeah, and I, I
0: do think that that was done on purpose, to make those two comparisons, you know, so that you could see this is following a straight path, and everything has a point where the first time around, it was kind of all over the place with the point.
1: Yeah, I think... I, so I liked it like straight up being like oh i'm gonna put her in adult prison and all this stuff i was like oh my god like this movie you really get to see waller as a villain which i enjoyed
0: yeah because she's definitely she's definitely ruthless like this in the comics and everything um and the
1: animated she and does the animated not stuff. A shit.
0: yeah you know and then even in the uh, cw's arrowverse uh when waller is involved in that little run she was still ruthless in that you know and she died in that and i kind of thought she would die in this one too just based on everything surrounding her and who would have thought it'd be the office lackeys that knocked her out and saved the day yeah that
1: was such a cool scene like watching them like kind of like come to terms with like oh my god like she's okay with the suicide squad just leaving and killing and this creature killing all these people Like, kids and just everybody. Like, she doesn't care. And they were just like, no. Absolutely. Like, it went against their morals and you could see that. And, like, oh my god, when she gets hit and knocked out, I'm just like, yes!
0: Uh, Yeah, they they never touched on Peacemaker. Like, why is he... Why is he Peacemaker? Why does he want to kill every man, woman, and child to get peace? And what did he do to get in prison?
1: Yeah, they kind of just let him be insane because that's honestly how i view him
0: yeah yeah uh every time i saw him or like he said literally anything all i could think about was the hawkeye versus deadpool comic where they worked deadpool and hawkeye work together they go around the world or the neighborhood to save the day and every time they encounter these bad guys they're like brainwashed villains and they're trying to blow shit up and kill people and right before they kill themselves uh with I think cyanide pills, or they blow their own heads up. I don't remember which one. They say, "But I'm a patriot," and uh, that's all I could think about was, "But I'm a patriot." Like, yeah, he's
1: <laughs> interesting, and he was like the secret.
0: Uh, he's like the double agent, secret agent for yeah. yeah for Waller, right? Yeah, he was like. It turns out he was aware of the entire mission, including the first task force being killed. Like, he knew that they were bait. He knew all of the stuff that um, what Pete Davidson's character, who I can't remember the name of now, sold them out. Like, he knew all this stuff because Amanda knew all this stuff. And he was sent there to retrieve the data and kill everybody. Yep. And I was like, well, that's shitty. Yeah.
1: They did a good job at making me not like him.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think John Cena was perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. He did a great like, job.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I love John Cena. He is so wholesome as a human being. And uh, he appears to be, like, one of the sweetest people on the planet. And then he comes in and he plays this ridiculous character. And, uh, I mean, he was built for this. Like, look look at this man. Like, he looks like he's wearing, like, a literal fake muscle suit thing. But it's just him. It's just him. Being ridiculous. We don't I... know about his unmentionables. But yeah, no. the rest we of don't, we don't want is just him. Yeah, we don't want that, to. He he can keep that secret. Uh, I loved it.
1: There are two more things I really want to talk about, which is one, the um, the monster. Like, what did you think of that as the plot line for the movie? Like that being the big bad. Um, I like, like, yeah, Starrow. and then the scene <laughs> where they show up to the camp and they think they're in an enemy camp and they kill all of the
0: rebellion people. <laughs> <laughs> i okay so i loved where they go to the camp and they're like we're gonna kill all these bad guys and save rick flag and they they work their way through it they kill all these people Bloodsport and peacemaker having this weird standoff the and uh, then my yes yes literally and my favorite favorite thing was john cena's peacemaker going everybody likes to show off when his showing off is cool and it blows somebody up in the background and then Bloodsport turns around and he goes, damn, "Damn, he's (laughs) right. And, uh, (laughs) so I thought that was hilarious and it totally fit the tone of the movie and the characters that they went through and just killed all these people without ever, ever even contemplating that they may be good people. And, uh, as far as Starro goes, I don't know, like, I guess you needed something like that to happen to to justify your villains becoming good guys in the end of it. Or at least bringing out the good side of them. Um, because they are all still kind right. of bad, you know? Like, they're not just going to suddenly go save the day because they did it once. But they had a good side. They had a human side. It's just, it was kind of stupid that they used a giant starfish from space. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Let me, you well, let me tell it? you what I didn't like. I didn't
1: like that the uh, one the one of the other main villains. I'm forgetting his name right now, but I didn't like that he was doing things to the starfish, and they definitely allude to that. Oh, um, the thinker or whatever. Yeah, I uh, I hated that when they were like, oh yeah, Ooh, and yeah. I was just like, <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you die. A- horrible death ashton just walked in and saw the gifts of john cena on my computer now so that's great <laughs> you're
0: welcome you <laughs>
1: said you're welcome he said i love john cena that's all that matters
0: everybody loves john cena
1: i used to i used to hate see him. him yeah but now <laughs> now i actually enjoy him
0: so i love wwe like i think it's the funniest thing in the entire world. Oh, so I, I used to watch scene. it all the
1: time. Like, but I didn't watch it thinking it was real. I watched it like the story aspect. Like, ooh, who hates who? I this just thought week? it was stupid.
0: Yeah, I thought it, it was like a soap opera, but in your underwear.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh Anyway, yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, I did I, did I like didn't that. like the thinker. Yeah, the thinker was creepy. Um, they did a good job at making me hate him. That was definitely really weird. When it was like, yeah, I got it on with the starfish. I'm just like, I I hated that, and I could have not heard that. Honestly, I could. Have, I would. Have I know, been and I loved
0: when right when Ratcatcher two was like, I'm gonna make a brigade of rats crawl out of your ass, and he was like, You might be surprised by my reaction to that. Yeah, I was
1: like. <laughs> god dang you're nasty like what is your deal (laughs) why are you i did i did
0: like that this movie tonally and script wise and everything felt like a deadpool movie honestly like i feel like they pulled that formula and mixed it with guardians of the galaxy and then this is what you got yeah
1: absolutely some deadpool vibes to this
0: yeah, because James Gunn was just let loose to do whatever he wanted, basically, and this is what his brain came up with, which I think is fine.
1: Yeah, overall, really good movie. Um, something I would definitely watch again. The only thing, yeah. my, literally, I think my only gripe with it right now at this point is that it's pretty long. And so the, the yeah. middle part, you get kind of like... Like, I got a little uh, yeah. in the middle. um, They kind of had to pull me back in, but I stuck it out, and I'm glad I did. Uh, so that was my only gripe, is just that the middle part was a little, eh. It wasn't bad. It was just, it wasn't in comparison to the beginning and the ending.
0: Yeah, I think that some of the scenes were a bit too long. Um, I did think that the, the camp scene in the jungle was a little too long, but I understand why they did it, because they had to show you that these characters do have badness in them, even though they're on a mission to save the world or whatever. Uh, which at that point, we didn't know that they were trying to save the world. We thought they were just trying to get data. Um, right. Which would eventually lead to some type of hostage saving or something like that, you know? And it, they saved the whole city. So I thought that was a bit long. And then the nightclub scene, you know, and I kind of understood why they did it because they had to show you character development through that. They had to show you King Shark being sad and lonely. They had to show you uh polka dot man seeing his mother literally everywhere all the time. Dancing with her. <laughs> that I loved. You know, and we had to get to that evolution of like the characters getting caught and then oh we gotta go get Harley Quinn because she's alive. But turns out Harley doesn't need saving. Um she practically let herself get captured. So I liked that. You know, like I I felt like the movie was too long, but it also needed to be as long as it was right so it was fun um is there a character that you just really 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 did not like in this movie or that you never want to see again
1: oh man weasel (laughs) (laughs) it's just weasel i can't i can't with weasel
0: i mean i think that like if they do another suicide squad or like a spinoff or whatever they'll probably just mention like weasel died or he got caught or something like it'll be a throwaway thing for sure
1: yeah, I I mean, that's what I hope. Because I did not, not a fan. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I know Peacemaker has his own, I think it's going to be an HBO series. I don't think it's going to be a movie coming out uh, that they're working on right now. And I'm not excited for that at all. Because I really was okay with him being dead at the end of this.
1: Yeah, I would have rather him been dead too.
0: I really thought when they were like, I don't know how this guy survived. It was going to be Rick Flagg. Um in the hospital bed that somehow was still kind of alive, even though Peacemaker stabbed him in the heart like an asshole. Uh, and said it was Peacemaker still alive, and I'm kind of annoyed by that.
1: Yeah. agree. Yeah. I don't like that he lived. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I th- I liked Rick Flagg's character um, way more in this than the first one. Uh, I felt like he actually had development and a personality and... I don't understand what he was doing tangled up with Amanda Waller if he had such a high moral standpoint of I have to show this project to the world and let them know that the government has been doing this for 60 years or some shit. Uh, So that was kind of iffy.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, but I I liked it. Um, I liked him way more. I thought he was fun. Uh, I liked that he genuinely cared about Harley after the whole team that he's worked with before, like Boomerang and all them, got murdered, uh, he just wanted to save Harley. Like, he sees goodness in her, and he wants her to explore the goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I really enjoyed the Harley growth in the movie. It was good.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that this movie gave us a lot of really good character growth, development. Um, I think people are going to be at odds with Amanda Waller next time we see her now where they're going to kind of question her authority because she did let them go, the survivors, you know, Ratcatcher and Bloodsport uh, and King Shark. Um, She let them all go at the end of it. You know, her people overthrew her. So now she's going to be seen as a little bit weaker the next time we come about.
1: Regain regain her, uh, like, dominance.
0: Yeah, it would have been brutal if at the end of it, when they were, like, negotiating it, she just flips the switch and, like... Kill his blood sport or something.
1: Oh, yeah, that would've been that, that would Yeah, been good. yeah.
0: You would not have seen that coming at all. I think that would have been interesting. Um Do you think we'll see Ratcatcher again?
1: I hope we do. I really loved Ratcatcher. So I just
0: don't know how they would work her into something else. Like that's the thing with these this movie is I don't see where they could go next with some of these characters. Like obviously Harley, we know is going to pop back up somewhere. Um Idris Elba is a pain in the ass, so he will probably pop up somewhere by force. Uh, I just... I don't see how they're going to work her and King Shark back into it. Yeah. Unless they do the Constantine thing. Um, I think it's actually Constantine. Is it? I think so. I think I've been pronouncing it wrong my entire life. Oh, uh, who cares? Um, whatever. Constantine. Uh, we know has had relations with King Shark. Yes. So, what take from that what you want?
1: Was there was there a D- <laughs> this is like my final question. Was there a DC okay. villain that you were sad wasn't in the movie?
0: Um I mean, I guess there's always going to be a little sadness to it, but I honestly can't pull a DC villain that I think would have made sense with this. You know, like instead of like Starro, was there somebody that you had wanted to see or that you thought was going to show up that didn't?
1: I genuinely love Killer Croc as a DC, as a DC villain. Yeah. So when he wasn't in this one, I was a little sad, but I also understand because they already had Big Monster Boy taken care of as a role. So I I under I understood why. Like I under like I got why. But yeah. I just, I really love Killer Croc as a, like, I, I'm a total, like, fan person over Killer Croc.
0: Yeah, and I I get the formula that they followed. Like, they kept the ratio of team members of human, superhuman, whatever, uh, and then animal hybrid monster. Like, they kept all that the same. So instead of Killer Croc, they had King Shark and, you know, Rick Flag and Harley and all them. So I got that. Um... I am curious to see how Harley ended up back in prison and back on the suicide squad when she was previously birds of prey uh, free. I can't remember if she got captured again at the end of that movie. I think she did, but it would have been interesting to see like hunters come back or something like that, you know? Yeah. Which they did just confirm that they are making a black canary HBO movie. Uh, with the same actress who played Black Canary in Birds of Prey. So that is currently in development. So we may see some of those people again in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, that was, that was my thing. I just had wished for, you know, more of Killer Croc. But that's just because I fan over certain characters, get obsessed, and then I get sad when they're not, you know, there.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like my experience with the entirety of DC and 50% of all Marvel stuff is I build this up in my head and then get sad when it doesn't happen. Uh, So I try not to do that with DC because they're notorious for letting you down with things. So I just kind of take it as it goes. Um, So we enjoyed this movie. Uh, What would you give it out of 10?
1: I would give it a solid seven. Which is pretty, okay, which okay. for DC, for me, for live action that's pretty movie, good. yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Like, seven means I'd watch it again. Seven means I would enjoy it again, yeah. I'd watch it again, I enjoyed the characters, like, um, it still had its, I'll, I'll do this, I'll be, I'll 7.5, 7.5. <laughs> if, it, if it had had Killer Croc, it would have been an eight. Oh my god.
0: I'm just being honest. <laughs> I think um, if you take DC off of it, this movie is like a solid 8 out of 10. If you look at it as a DC property, yeah, 7 out of 10 for sure. Um, it was fun. It was campy. You don't really have to watch literally anything else before or after this movie to watch this movie yep. to enjoy it. You literally don't need to know a single thing to jump on this movie and enjoy the ride. Um I think that honestly, this might be one of DC's best movies, live action, that they've done
1: uh, I do agree with that. Yeah, This is one of their best live actions for sure. Like, in comparison to everything else that's come out, like, I would say this and Todd Phillips,
0: uh, the uh, Joker.: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, with I don't Mr. really: Phoenix. Yeah, I don't really count. I almost don't count that as a DC. film because it's so out there you know it's like it
1: is very out there but like it's like, if it's we're like talking an accidental like, but, origin story yeah but if we're talking about like the live action movies that they have like put out yeah that, that are I mean? in like, association with dc right in association then like it's this and,
0: and the that Joker, movie yeah
1: that, yeah that are pretty pretty good pretty good and would watch again would enjoy again happy that dc is you know doing things and yeah yeah, slow slowly but surely i think getting their shit together
0: yeah and like i will say birds of prey was a fun movie i don't think it was the best movie but it was fun uh so i think those three would be my favorite of the live action dcs and i think that it shows when they let the directors just kind of go nuts and, and they trust their director, which DC is not very good at doing. The WB is notorious for squashing um, the director's visions. We saw that a lot with the Justice League, with the Cyborg storyline. And, fir-
1: and the first Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, the first Suicide Squad. Like, I definitely don't fault the director of that. Um,
1: no, not at, at all. all. It's, it's the big you know production companies stepping in and saying we think we know best like
0: you don't you absolutely don't (laughs) yeah i think that the first suicide squad suffered like the twilight syndrome of the director had a vision and got squashed by what the studio wanted and then the actors were wonderful in their roles and then they got squashed by the script and what the director had to do so
1: yeah, you know, all I, around I, yeah. not fair.
0: Would I watch the first Suicide Squad movie again? No. Um, yeah. Because it just wasn't good. Like, the CGI wasn't good. Nothing... We'll get into that later. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Trust us. Oh, yeah. The, the, it's coming for you. But, yeah. Is there... So, my final question, I think, would be is there a DC property coming up soon that you are excited for?
1: Oh, boy. Let me see what's coming out because I always forget. I'm I'm so honed in (laughs) on the fact that, like, Halloween Kills is coming out soon. Like, I just rewatched the trailer (laughs)
0: because, you know, I I had to. I'm so... uh, So, my entire focus right now is on Spider-Man, and uh, uh, the trailer may be dropping tomorrow, so...
1: I'll say this. I, in the animated universe, I like the Flash movies. Okay, yeah. Like, so... Apparently the Flash is coming out next year in November. So I would say I'm excited for that. I'm I'm trying to give DC's live action the new ones coming out more chances because this Suicide Squad movie literally made me go, "Okay. I'll take DC a little more seriously when it comes to live action now because animated-wise fantastic. I love their animated stuff. Like great job, DC. But like live action, it's just been very
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with the live action versus animated thing. Like, I feel like DC has found the formula for animated movies to match their comic books that Marvel is still looking for. And I think Marvel has found the live action way to do things that DC is trying to imitate and it kind of falls flat sometimes. And then in this movie, they didn't try to imitate Marvel at all. You know, like they just ran wild with it even though it did have a little bit of that Deadpool tone to it um still very much James Gunn and DC so
1: but suicide squad just i think naturally has a Deadpool vibe oh, yeah, to it if you do yeah do that and and right I, right.
0: I know that these teams task force x and fucking what what is Deadpool's team also called uh <laughs> task force
1: x um uh oh my god hold on well, hold on <laughs>
0: X Force. Hold it's on, X-Force. yeah, it's, it's X Force. Uh, I, like, I was like, I was like, it's it's close. Yeah. It's like close. they were made to basically mimic each other, so that might be why they feel the same. Um, yeah. Also, know. yes,
1: the new Flash movie will take inspiration from Flash. Okay, Boy, that's what so, I thought. Where he, where he goes back? Yeah, because it's gonna have so like I... two different Batman in
0: it, like Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. I'm so I'm. I'm ready for it, but I don't think I'm, I'm excited. excited for it because I don't think I like Ezra. I'm excited for it. I don't think I like Ezra Miller as Barry Allen.
1: I I'm okay with like, it. I just I, just, I can't. I buy think it. I'm excited because I like I like the Flashpoint storyline. Yeah. Um, they did that was the that's the first animated movie too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch them well, if you watch them in order, then that's the first animated movie. Um. So, I I really loved it. Some, a lot of wild shit happens. So, I hope that they do the same thing where, like, when he comes back from the past, like, shit is really messed up. So, I, I'm i excited for it.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Um, I think it'll be fun. I'll watch it. Obviously, I watch all these things. But I'm not super excited for it because mostly it's taken so long for them to get there. And then after the Justice League... uh. I just kind of want them to scrap all of those characters and either do a full recast or a reboot series or just leave it alone and focus on some of the lesser known characters for a while. Um, I will say following that, though, I am incredibly excited for Robert Pattinson's The Batman to come out because that trailer looked sick.
1: Yeah, the trailer did look really good. I was a little weirded out when it was Robert Pattinson, but I was also like, well, Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it a chance.
0: I mean, I was like, I was like, I could see him more as like a sidekick or something because it's it's Robert Pattinson, you know? Uh, But then once I saw that trailer, I was like, okay, maybe he could do like a Batman year one because that's what this is based off of is uh, the year one comic story. Uh, Batman has only been in operation for a little over a year. So he's very young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And And then also... Which will be say cool. some like
1: honorable mentions I'm excited for DC wise are um apparently there's a Batgirl movie in the future. Like it's hasn't it doesn't have an official release date uh-huh. yet. They're just estimating either two thousand two or two thousand three or yeah, two thousand twenty three, sorry. Two thousand twenty two or two thousand twenty three. <laughs> that coffee's not kicking in. And then um Green Lantern Corpse because I would love to see like more than like just green, so I kind of <laughs> hope that Green Lantern, of course, brings in the other colors a bit more uh, than yeah. Zatanna. Of course, like Zatana's I bet Zatana's going to be good. Yeah, oh, I, I bet. I honestly, that. Zatanna's
0: That'll probably, probably going to just be a good movie. Because did they cast somebody as as not that uh, I'm her yet? Oh wait, I know they found the uh, back.
1: Yeah, no, they haven't cast anybody yet. Um, and then. Okay. What I this is this is probably the movie I'm like most super stoked for, and if they mess this up, I'm gonna be so pissed. Static Shock.
0: Oh yeah, oh buddy, oh my static god! I forgot. How could I forget about is Static one shock. Of
1: my Favorite was so yeah
0: important Same. to my childhood. Static Shock is
1: one of my favorite DC heroes of all time. He's so freaking cool. Like, oh my! If they Mess this up I'm gonna be livid and we I'm gonna rant about it real hard. I'm gonna rant about static shock whether they mess it up or they do it really well because I have feelings
0: yeah, I will say I am super super excited for static shock um, if they mess that up or if they don't do it justice, I will get super upset
1: Yeah, cause static shock is super cool so i I need them to just do that right
0: Can you say static shock? hell yeah hell static Shock, hell yeah oh my God. <laughs> I think that's a
1: perfect place to end this.
0: Hey, Yabbar. <laughs> All right. So that was the Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> that's that's literally the perfect place to end this.
0: Can you say it? Can you say, it? that was Suicide Squad. That was Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> perfect. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Did you have a favorite character? Yeah. yeah. Spider Man. Oh, yeah. He was the best in this movie. My, just for the record, my favorite um, character in Suicide Squad was also Spider Man. I just want that known that yeah. Spider Man really stole the show. And I loved him in this role. It was definitely different, it was a new take on Spider Man, but. He killed it. I have to go toast my bagel and then get ready for D&D. Peacemaker's penis is small like the bullet he uses. I guarantee it. That's a stamp from Lacey approval.